Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up? Hey, What's up? What's Radio, today's podcast, mm-hmm. it's got it all. It's got singing. Mm-hmm. It's got laughing. It's got scoffing. Does it have tears? A bit of emotion. bit of emotion, yeah, but not quite tears. Mm. No, no, I save them for when I get into my car. <laughs> 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 I think my neighbours think I'm weird because mm. when I pull into my carport, I never, I always sit in my car for about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? What are you doing? I Just love to do that. Sit in the aircon, flick through the phone, yeah. Really? Before I enter the world that is your home. My home, yeah. yeah. You've got to brace yourself. I'm not bracing myself. Mm. It's just, I think, for me, it's a change in the day. Mm. I've been at work, and then, then I'm going to walk into home, and I'm going to start the second part, which is preparing to go and pick up the children and stuff. Mm. It's just 15 minutes of solo time. Is that what you do it for? Mm, I, I think of all the phone calls or text messages I've got to do, and then once I get home, I will sit there and do that for 15 minutes in the car before I go back in and do all the, the cooking and cleaning and the... Dinners and stuff. Yeah. No, not me. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> All my phone calls are made whilst I'm in transit. Ah. Mm. Mm. Hands free, of course. Yep. Mm. Siri. Yeah. Hey, Siri, call blah, blah, blah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Shush. Yeah, she'll do that. Shush. So nice to have a woman listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. Did she say I don't understand you, though? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> you can also say to your Alexa, um, Xander comes out on his birthday, goes, what's this? Hey, Alexa, it's my birthday. She starts saying, happy birthday, and sings mm. happy birthday to you and stuff like that. Mm. You can even set it in Alexa, you tell it your birthday. Mm. So when you come out, when it hears you and you say, hey, Alexa, for the first time, it actually says, oh, by the way, happy birthday right. as well. Mm. But you actually have to save it into the calendar. Do you want to know a good one? Mm-hmm. This might blow your mind. Go home and try this one. Go and whisper to her. And she whispers back. She whispers back. Bullshit. She goes, I've noticed you're whispering, so you must want to keep it down. I'll whisper too. That's great. Yeah. It's funny when you're having mid-conversation, then they'll go, I don't understand you. And you're like, well, we, no one was talking no to you. No one was talking to you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I do like you freaky. can set the reminders, though. Mm. So they go, Finlay, Jagger, Koa, it's bedtime. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know the first thing I'm doing when I get home? The whisper one? After my 15 minutes of TikTok in the car. <laughs> Have you tried? I haven't tried it, to be honest. I saw it online. Does We've been it doing it to Google. Google does it yeah, too? Yeah, Google does the whole um, jokes and stuff like that. Mm, but the whisper one, have you tried that? Yes, yeah. we did try the whisper one. And he whispers back. Yeah, but they don't say, we've noticed that you're whispering. Uh, but you I, can say, you can change her voice, you know that? We changed it to the Australian voice. No. Yeah, the kids uh, didn't like it. Uh, yeah, it's weird. The they just get they get used to a certain tone. I would have Morgan Freeman if you could have. Oh, that'd be great. Celebrity voices. Mm-hmm. Yes. We can tell you that we all got given an Alexa. That's why. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if it works with Siri. Hey Siri, what's the time? It's nine oh four a.m. Siri gives no shits. <laughs> all right, here we go. Getting to the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Morning to all the real estate agents out there, and you're welcome. Oh, they are not up yet, are they? Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, they're the hustling. Hustle, mate. The hustle. <laughs> what, I'm, what I was going to say is 13, 10, 60. They're at the gym, mate. They're bumping yeah. home. Uh, In their I, BMWs. Owning their, their suits. Nice. Cars have always got nice cars. <laughs> uh, no, but you, what I'm saying is you can call up and complain about anything I'm about to say because I want to be a real estate agent. You guys know that I 
I'm going to be the honest one because you can be honest and be a real estate agent. They get a bad name and that's unfair. But I think I, once you get into the industry, you get that all change. That's not. If, I, if I, I'm honest here, I'll lose 10% commission. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> the honest real estate agent. Yeah, yeah, say it on the slogan. That'll make people believe it. <laughs> <laughs> she must be honest. She says the it truth. on the bus shelter. <laughs> Thanks, mate. With a smiling photo. <laughs> But I am selling on behalf, like I'm selling a friend's place, and it's so exciting because it's just taking the pressure off. Mm. Because if it was, I understand out there for anyone that's trying to get a, into the rental market or trying to buy a house, mm. that it's so stressful because it's a seller's and a landlord's market at the moment. Mm. So there's a lot of, I guess, higher fees going involved. But because I don't care because it's not my money, it's been exciting. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'll get all different appraisals from different real estate agents and mm. also for styling. I've never got house styling before. But they right. come in and they give a quote to be able to make the house look can't good. Can't you just go to Ikea, spend a couple of hundred bucks, put a few fake plants in? You can, but that'd be more expensive. Throw a rug down. To do three-bedroom place, styling. What do they the charge beds. you to rent it? For the styling? Yeah. Um, it's all come back around about three and a half grand. For how long? Six weeks. Oh, and right. then they give you an extra two weeks at the moment. And I was like, well, is it going to be on for that long? So I was thinking, could you style your house for a whole year? Like, would it be cheaper just every 12 months, get the styles to come I in, replace I was thinking that, couches? but then you'd have to buy every little thing and then... I don't know, maybe. Your kids would spill stuff on them. Yeah, 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 that's that's the issue, yeah. Yeah. And it's come back with a variance of $100,000 between real estate agents. Wow. I was like, that's a lot of money, isn't it? Thinking Mm. what they can get at. And I don't know if they're lying to get you on board and sign you up. Mm. I I think you as a future real estate agent know what they're doing. But then what happens when they don't get that money? Oh, well, you know, markets fluctuate. Um, (laughs) At the time when I gave that quote, it seemed very, very solid, but, you know. Stab. Oh, I could be a real the estate dishonest agent. real estate. So <laughs> 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 uh, Jace, who I'm selling it for, he was like, "Hey, you're really into this, it's right." And I said, "I love it, I love it." He goes, "Is there a part of you that's just going to take the keys and just looking forward to having an empty home?" Oh yeah, you just hang out in there away yeah. from your children. Yeah. Mm. But the that's answer exciting. is that is yes. <laughs> so, but, but I guess that that's the thing, isn't it? At mm, the moment, mm. is it that wild? Yes. Out there, that a house that say people think is four hundred thousand could possibly sell for five five hundred fifty thousand. Hundred percent. It's only. It, I mean, that's only what someone's willing to pay. And when people mm. are moving up from down south, and yeah. they're used to higher prices, mm. then they're paying more. Yeah. And when yeah. agents are putting it on there, saying, you know, this is this is what we can get. Well, I know it's Sydney. You yeah. think you think like twenty k's from the city. Um, in Sydney, mm. you're in the like millions, like multiple millions. Yeah. So people who um, in like Melbourne and Sydney have had enough of that, and they think we're going to go to Queensland. Mm. They don't care spending an extra hundred, hundred and fifty thousand on a house mm. because they're actually saving themselves mm. like one million dollars by and then not staying people there. People in the local market are competing with that. Yeah, it's almost so like a, a, a local price versus an interstate price. Yeah, we we know we'd be like, oh, that's that's pretty far out for for Brisbane, but uh, yeah, and it, it's hard because no one actually teaches you how to get a rental place or how to get a home. You only do it through experience, and you only do it through mistakes. No one actually tells you, look, this is this is what you could ask for. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't tell you I've got a pet. Great. <laughs> Good Great. to know. I'll get the next house. No <laughs> pets. Because we were buying our first home, and we bought an absolute crap house. Like, it needed a lot of work, but it's fine. It's good. He was a carpenter. But I called up the real estate agent, and I was like, well, the, the oven is just filthy. It's never been clean. She's like, yeah, that, that doesn't need to be clean. So what do you mean? 
like always when we move into a house, it's clean. She goes, no, you moved into rental homes. Mm. So rental homes, the requirement is for it to be clean. Mm, yeah. But if you're moving in buying a house, you don't have to. So now I always write like professional cleaning, cleaning. receipts. Yeah. But all those things you go, what? Yeah. It's like, I remember that one because you go, you move out of the first home that we bought. And you're like, well, we don't have to do a bond clean. <laughs> Good luck, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna smear stuff here. You bought it. <laughs> Enjoy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. B105. Donation. People desperate to have babies. A knight in shining armor. They say there's a shortage at the moment of um, men willing to donate and people needing it to be able to start a family. So there is a shortage, and I guess a lot of them will have from over America. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, the shortage is people donating here in Australia. But Parente, our online guru who's on Tinder, yes, came across... And Bumble. You're on all of them, aren't you? Hush now, Maddie. Don't give my secrets away. <laughs> you want to promote <laughs> it? Why be on it and then not promote it? What do you yeah. want, a secret? Like... He's good-looking, <laughs> Rooster. If you come yeah. across the Parente... Yeah, he's but our guy. Swipe he didn't right. Swi- he did, well, he didn't swipe right on this, and I'm a bit annoyed because I wanted some more information. But this is how I guess desperate people have come. Because what did you come across? So there was a profile that came up, and the picture on the profile was a picture of a baby, and I thought that's a bit strange. Mm. But then I scrolled down, and it has this whole bio about how my fiance and I are wanting to have a baby, but we need someone to be the dad. We'll pay you for it. And then the part that really stuck out to me was it says we're looking for natural insemination. And in brackets, it says, sex. (laughs) And then it says, you'll be compensated once we fall pregnant. So these people have made a Tinder account to try and find, supposedly, a dad. Mm. Wow. So they're they're together. They're saying they're they're her fiancé, I believe you just said. Yeah. So they can't fall pregnant naturally. Well, obviously, yeah. So they've gone on Tinder to just find a guy. Male infertility. But it's. I, I wonder if you can't ask for it just to be given. So that's why they've had to say... Natural. Natural. Because oh. I know that... Mm. Yeah, because my friend got it, putting up an ad, and she just got people um, coming past. She said they didn't even get out of the car. Like a billboard or something around town? No, she bought, where'd like, she put the ad? On, is it MSN or something? They do chat groups? No. So she put, um, she put it up on there and said that we've had... They went through IVF for years and years. So much money they spent, and they had exhausted all avenues for it, so she just put it up of people that were willing... And they just drove past. Mm. She said she got a lot of... Um, Chucked it out the window? No, well, she'd go and say hi, but she didn't have any requirements of them at all. She said she got more willingness um, from a lot of gay men that were like, I, I want to oh, be yeah. a father. Mm. Right. Um, I'm not saying that I need to be part of their, their life, but if you would be willing to give updates, I'd love it. Mm. So and when do you sh- meet these people? <laughs> <laughs> but that this is a weird to go on um, Tinder. Yeah, mm. well, they also said um, we already have a daughter and are financially stable. And so that's that's kind of now the end of the information they've given, but they must exist in such a weird space to be like, we have a kid, yeah. somehow, who knows, mm. they want another one, we're financially stable, so you must be right in that this is their only I don't option. think you're allowed to pay, are you allowed yeah. to pay? I don't know. Did you, so your friend didn't, didn't pay for it? Right. So, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it, 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 she did it for a while. She was successful in the end. Wow. And has a little baby girl now. And I guess so when, when they met uh, this this guy, mm. does he give any like health information or anything? She didn't. Just... She'll admit that she goes, I was very desperate at this point and I didn't. And I look back now and go, God, you know, I guess I'm lucky. But at the same time, she goes, I wasn't always sensible when I went out. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. for nights out. And weren't yeah. we talking about last week that Tinder is actually... Or there is a, an app like Tinder for this now? Well, this is to try and find it legally mm. 
from um, yeah from fertility centres, but they're saying that they've got a shortage for it as well. But there's there's Facebook groups. There's Facebook groups for Sperm Donation Australia, and they've got over 10,000 members. But we'd love oh. to know, I guess, if you've ever had to do it. I'd love to be able to track these people down. Yeah. Did you consider it? Oh, not for a, not even for a brief moment. I thought it was very interesting, and I said hard no, not for me. Yeah, right. Would you consider it? Uh, I guess if I was single and I'd never, like, it looked like I wasn't going to meet anyone and have children, I think I'm, I might consider it. Just for the he- updates. Hearing you say about that man who was like, I want to have a child, but I don't have anyone who, who yeah. could have a child with me. Because you know me, I love children. Yeah. Like, I know, but then what about if you're doing it and you don't have anything to do with their life? Because you're presuming that, that you would. that would be hard, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? But just to donate it and know that there might be a child of yours out there, I, I admire yeah. people that are willing to do it because so many people need it to be able to start a family. I would do it for, I think, the right person. Like, mm. I would I would really want to meet them, find out what their intentions are. Mm. I don't think I could just donate to someone and be like, there you go, never meet them again. I, I would want to get to know the person, but they probably wouldn't want to get to know me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Because it's a hard it's one, also isn't it? iffy. Because normally when you go through the, the sperm donation um, at a p- fertility place, you've got to sign all those contracts. They're not going to pay for it financially. But if someone is the dad and they've just donated sperm, mm, can yeah. you go back years later and say, hey, hey. parental um, payments? Oh, yeah, good mm. point. Because if you do DNA testing, you say it's yours. Well, uh, we've got a few calls coming in. Jacinda um, in Beachmere, what's your story? So at the probably in the mid of last year, um, me and my partner were a um, LGBTQ lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and we um, put our feelers out on a Facebook page called um, Sperm Donors um, Australia. Um, and we come across a lovely man who was more than willing to help with our dreams and achieve what we wanted with a baby. Um, he had several friends that um, obviously spent thousands and thousands of dollars through IVF and was so unsuccessful that he wanted to achieve something different for people in need. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, and how did it go for you guys? Um, so we have a baby girl named mm-hmm. Willow, um, and she'll be 12 months oh. in March. Oh, wow. That's lovely. Was um, he the first um, person that you came across, or did you have to go through a lot of people? Was there... Um, yeah, we did. We did try for probably about 11 months um, trying to conceive for Willow. Um, it just wasn't taking. Mm. Um, I think it kind of put a bit of a stress on us as well. So we went away on a bit of a like camping trip. Um, and come back with a fresh insight, and we tried again and fell like first pop. Wow. wow. And how do you go with, because obviously I, you didn't go to fertility places where they do all the paperwork for you. How did you guys go? Do you do up a contract? Yes, yeah. Okay. So we mm. actually did up the contract with our, like, a legal aid, and then we got, like, a um, JP to sign off, and then he had to sign his details and stuff as well. So one of the benefits that he asked is he doesn't want any contact with Willow unless she requests um, after she's 18, Mm. Um, but just like photos every now and then of her like growing up. And did he just drop drop it off in the letterbox or something or how? Um, how... No, he actually did come into the house and did his thing. It was a little bit awkward, but like... (laughs) I'll say pop it's into the bathroom and be like, yeah. yeah, give me a second. Ah, yeah. And then okay. you're like, thank you. Off yeah. you go. Yeah, well, fresh, yeah, fresh is much. best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, well, 131060, um, 
Lucas joins us this morning. Hi, Lucas. Hi, how's it going? Good. What's your story? Uh, so, I, I'm a trans man and my wife is a, a cis female. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we are currently in the process of receiving a donation from a gay man um, to have our second child together. Um, so, we initially spent five years uh, trying for our first baby together through IVF, through a clinic, mm-hmm. um, and, and pretty much spent all our super um, <sighs> together. Uh, trying to achieve that baby, and then we decided that we'd like to have another one. Um, So this time we've uh, gone down the sperm in uh, the sperm donation route. And how do you, Lucas, have you done it? Have you put up an ad or is it on a Facebook page? So my wife wife did put up an ad initially, and we did uh, find uh, somebody that uh, was an old friend of my wife um, who actually came forward who wanted to be a sperm donor. But since then, we've actually started a LGBTI um, sperm donation, egg donation surrogate group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and within that first week of starting that group, we've received 200 members. So wow. That's, wow. Really that's great. What's your that. view on this Tinder ad? Because we're, we're sort of, you know, it's a, it's a different way of doing it. I guess they're desperate. But do you think that it is a legitimate request and people are that desperate? Um, I think, you know, um, every, uh, I think, you know, it's a real, um, a natural desire, um, to want to start a family. So I, I, I imagine these people have probably tried other methods and, and, and haven't had much luck. Mm. Um, so I would say, you know, it, maybe it come, might come across desperate, but it might be their last avenue. Yeah, good point. But I, I would probably just suggest to them that they be careful in regards to, um, wanting to um, pay somebody because um, in Australia it all has to be altruistic. Mm. So, um, you know, and, and there's definitely fines and, and, and things that can happen um, if you're wanting to put towards a, a financial um, sort of money towards using a donation outside mm. of the clinic. So I've got to say, Lucas, just, that, um, that does put a lot of pressure on your firstborn. He's like, all our super on you. Here's one. You yeah. was cheap. You was cheap. <laughs> Didn't cost anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. It's, it's sounding like, and it's only from the calls we've received, that it's bigger in the LGBTQI community than it is, I guess, mm. for men and women who are together, or unless well, yeah. they're, they don't want to, they're not as comfortable to speak about it. And it's also hard as well. You think about a lot of my gay friends. You know, it's been donations hard, but it's even harder trying to get egg donations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, if you were afraid to call up, but you would still like to share your story, you can jump onto our Facebook page anytime and send us a message. Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. with Andy Lee. Where simple games can earn you a quarter of a million dollars. Seen heaps of ads for this show, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the Cube, it premieres 7.30 uh, tonight, Channel 10. Andy Lee, the host, is in. Good morning, buddy. Hey, Matty, Stav, Abby, great to be back on my favourite show. <laughs> good one, good one. I love the hashtag. We'll be checking why the podcasts you, of other shows to check. You're not saying that to yeah. everyone. I would never say that to any other show. I uh, have been I have been following your videos because I can't stop watching them of you attempting to do uh, I guess all the skills that you might see in the cube. Mm-hmm. Um, how many takes do you do on average? Because there's one of you throwing your stuff into the the, the washing machine. How yes. long did that take you? Well, I mean, it, this is going to um, essentially reveal how when you don't have kids and you don't really work that often, how much time you have. <laughs> <laughs> so that was about. 
an hour and a half. Wow. Wow. What about, the, what about the the bread the, in the toaster? The toaster was the, the that which I think looks harder, but throwing two slices of bread to land in the double slice toaster mm. at the same time was about thirty five minutes. It's like it's yeah, a trick shot sort of thing that you you were doing. But even in this show, there's all different things, isn't there? Like there's ping pong balls in a box, and you've got to try and get them all out in ten seconds to win yep. cash. My girlfriend be good at that. If you see her go through her wardrobe to find something to wear, like she's, she's got an amazing ability to empty the whole thing in under 10 seconds. Yeah, Putting it, it takes it back. a long time to put it back, though, doesn't yeah, it? Like it's a, real many, tough. many days. Yeah. I'm getting around to it. I might use that on the ground. But, but, I mean, yeah, it's a mixture of skills. Obviously, the easiest one to show is a throwing one, but there's catching ones. But there's also memory tests inside the cube. The ones that I found the hardest was having a steady hand. There's a bunch of games where you require precision and a really steady hand mm. to to get through them and females i reckon are much better than males at that than i from notice it's my small sample size of people playing the games i don't know why that is but yeah steady hand cool hands it's good to know when i go in for surgery one time and i see <laughs> have a female go, surgeon please but then andy creeps in from the corner and goes welcome to the queue <laughs> yeah, exactly for ten thousand dollars <laughs> I saw, speaking of your girlfriend, it made me laugh so much on your Instagram that you and um, your girl had realised you hadn't given each other the finger before. Oh, yeah. Have you given your your partner the finger before, any of you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're just saying flipping the bird to each other. Yes. 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 And it made me, when I realised, I was like, that's so sweet. And then it made me feel like a jerk. But then you two giving each other the finger was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the the other day I realised that I'd never given up yours to Beck and neither had she to me and so I filmed I said hey Beck just realised that we've never done this and I'm there you know pointing my middle finger at her and she starts pointing it back to me I found it not intimidating or upsetting at all seeing Beck do it yeah. <laughs> I just found it hilarious but it was a strange thing at you know six years into a relationship to realise that you've never given the up yours to each yeah. other I don't think I've done it. I mean not to his face I don't think I, maybe when he's all <laughs> just you know, on his back yeah, film like it a, yeah. Abby film it go home film and just go, hey, hey, babe, just want to give you this. And, and just see the reaction because if you haven't done it to your partner, it is a very peculiar thing to see happen. Yeah. Don't Have you have to, to wait till you get vaccinated now? <laughs> <laughs> so as, have, have you guys ever given up yours to each other? Have you I ever don't know flipped if we the have. bird? Oh, you've done it to yeah. me. You've yeah. done it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You do it on the yeah. air. Yeah. So oh, do when, I? When, yeah, when we say something you don't oh, like. Oh, I do like, like the double one, like that. Yeah, <laughs> well, well that, that include, that's included, yeah. Abby. Yeah, okay. Just because you haven't done a single, just because you go <laughs> Daryl Barrett up yours doesn't mean it doesn't count. The, the best yeah, part no, I is... Yeah, I do, because I forget yeah. that we're filming. Mm. No one can either give the finger either without pulling that face that's like... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's never straight face or a smile with it. It's always like... <laughs> it's the aggressive eyes yeah. and the pursed lips or the, or the wide mouth. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, well, thank you for. I mean, my, my, it's the kind of thing my mum would be horrified that I put up. My mum still lives in 1930, where there's something like that, and even posting it publicly would be appalling. So, really? yeah. Does I, she I, follow you on Instagram? She does. And I posted something um, the other day. It was the first time mum had called and was upset with me for it. Um, um, pig? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not the first time. No, uh, um, no, it wasn't one of those. People will be able to see it's still up there because I then spoke to her a few hours later and said, if you want me to take it down, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But my brother asked my mum a simple question, which was, what time was I born? Mm. And mum could have written back to 22 a.m. Yes. 
Instead, she wrote back basically exactly how the birth went down. I think we left home, dressing south, about 11pm Saturday night. Contractions started five minutes apart, as was going down the Waratah. Dad driving well over 100 k's. Think you were born about 2am the next morning on Sunday. A very reasonable delivery. Not as quick as Andy. The midwife shaved me. The one for Andy didn't have time, and he was born 20 minutes. No time to shave. (laughs) Mum! Just a simple time. Just 222 is all that's required. <laughs> so you can understand. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is even appropriate for radio, but you can understand why mum was horrified that I took yeah. a screenshot of that and went, that's um, too, much, too much information. Oh, sure she's giving you the finger right now. <laughs> oh, Margaret. But it's yes. just, she's like, finally, someone's asked me. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you obviously have had kids' abs. Did you shave? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm asking. Oh, no, I made the, Scotty the night before. I remember. Uh, what do you mean you remember? Because you told the story. <laughs> yeah, because you, I didn't want to go in it, looking bad, but yeah. you don't want to look like you're too ready. Do you know it's, there's a fine line between a lady... Like you know, sounded like Stav was on on site with the tools. Yeah. Like, do we want a number two? Yeah. Now pass me the number one. <laughs> More light, Stav. More light. Give me all you got. But apparently, um, you're told not to do any more abs. Oh, really? I heard from my other female friends that they don't. They ask you not to as much. Oh. Uh, that that um, back in the day, it was something that they used to do when you got there. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Remember, I don't know why. I mean, I had uh, booked C sections for the the next one, so they do it rather than. All oh, right. Tape. So why why do you shave? Hot doctor. Because, like I said, you want to look. Keeping <laughs> 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 my options open. <laughs> yeah, good good stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you definitely got to watch the cube tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. We haven't talked about it at all. Great uh, show. Great show. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You're up for your next adventure at Anaconda and camp better thanks to our partner Coleman. Stab Abby and Matt's camp out. The camping trip. We're excited because it's the first time that Stab's coming along. You haven't been as keen. Life gets in the way, guys. Adventures. Pack up your swag. Let's go. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. You know, you're just busy doing stuff, got other commitments. At least you won't sleep in for the show, though, because we'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, so if you uh, if you want to come along, you can. B105.com.au, and you get to be part of our show on the Friday morning as well. Uh, we are going in, oh, but what, about two weeks' time? So mm. it's uh, the 11th and 12th of March. Yes. So if you are entering, make sure you pencil those dates down. You're going to have to get a day off work, but it's worth it to go camping. No one, you know, you've got to knock off early. You've got to pack the car. you got to do all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun, and all thanks to Anaconda. Gear up for your next adventure with them and camp better. Thanks to our partner, Coleman. You get almost two grand worth of stuff. So tent, bedding, chairs, and a lantern Amazing. all sorted. Amazing. Um, and I'm going in cold, obviously, because you guys have been before, and I do get to relive it. I feel like I've been, because I do get to hear all the stories. Oh, that's mm. good. We always ask you first. Um, but I don't, you know, there's things that I need to know before going in, uh, and I can't trust you two. I think that's fair to say. Oh, yeah, we'd agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I would. <laughs> so I took the liberty, hope you don't mind, of um, hitting up the other two uh, misfits who go camping, and that's your partners, obviously. You can't trust them. No. I can trust them more. No, nah. Be honest, you're not going to understand this, mm. but when we're camping, mm. we have to admit that we are the sensible ones, aren't we? I'm not going to say that. You're not one of the sensible ones. 
Are you kidding? I have wrapped us up a few times. Wrapped you up. No, you wrapped yourself oh. up. <laughs> no, I said no more, Esther. And then you walked away and she said, Scotty, you open the bottle. Uh, well, I'm, I'm more sensible than you were away. So I've asked him a few, a few questions. And funny you say that, Abs, because we've got the responses from them. And the first question I did want to know, because I need to know who I need to keep up with, yeah. is who drinks the most? Me. <laughs> Abby's a bad influence on me. I think Esther. Uh, what's your husband said? Esther. Yeah, no, no, probably Esther and, and Abby. Yep. I would say so, Esther. Yeah, and she would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're like, hey, boys, you're setting up the tent. All right, we're going to take the kids to the pool. And then you just toddle off, leave the kids there. I don't remember that. No, we no, no you'd you set wouldn't. up the tents and we said you boys be the good thing and take the kids to the pool, which sounds weird when that's we say right. that, but that's what we said and then we were having a few beverages before. Yeah. Well let's find out. And it's funny that the questions I've asked seem to be causing the most concern between you we're people. Never going to camp again. Because I did ask, who does set up shop? Maddie. Uh no, Abby sets up for <laughs> Scotty and Abby. <laughs> Oh. She's just being, she's just being polite Let's there. see what Scotty says. Me and Maddie. Oh, who sets up more? Probably Maddie when we go proper camping with all, because he normally brings all the gear. So, yeah, probably Maddie. Yeah, I'd say Maddie. Okay. Yeah, definitely Maddie. I've got I, a, I appreciate that in he's advance. Got more, he's got more stuff, though. He does bring stuff that we don't always need. That's better to have it and not need it but than it looks not sick. have it. It yeah. looks sick. Mm. I like to have a campsite where men walk past and admire it. Oh, he's all into the ego. He yeah. really, and it's because he walks past everyone else's and goes, yeah. hey, have you seen uh, four, four Doors Down? Have you seen their, their setup? That's yeah. pretty sweet. And then we'll all go for a bit of a walk. And it's, it's, I, I like to walk around the campsite and see people's nifty things. Mm. It gets me excited. Oh, if it's well, not it's like show, there's no point going, that's, is it? That's... It's, it's like shopping, you get ideas. Yeah, 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 totally. Now, according to you two, the answer to the next question is no one. And it's one of the things I'm looking forward to most. It seems to be just a free-for-all. But I did ask, who's most likely to look after the children? Ooh. The boys. Dakery Dad. I'd say Ethan. Yeah, he's one of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty? Me and Maddie. Yeah, the Daiquiri Dads. One time we went off to uh, take the kids to swim. We came back and within half an hour they were both, yeah, very tipsy. Yeah, when they, well, you because you do the dad duties, which are like in the pool and the, the stuff. Do I get to be a Daiquiri Dad? Well, it depends. Are you yeah. going to take, is Rory coming along? I think so. If I, if it gets me in the club. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter. There's plenty of kids. Oh, can... <laughs> this is, I, I would agree with that, yeah. yeah. We're, we're always wandering around trying to find the kids. No. And there's a fine line. You've got to <laughs> hold... Not looking after them. No, that's... You've no, passed that point. Yeah, but the, but you girls go, you'd be right. Go find them. It's because we're always cooking and cleaning, mate. Well, you keep on... Just, the segues <laughs> just firing everywhere. Because I did ask, out of everyone, who cleans up? Me. No, I'm not sure. Maybe Matt? He's probably up first. Definitely mm. Esther. Maddie and Scott. Oh, yes. yeah. You have a different camping experience to everybody else. No, yeah. Scotty's always going to go for the boys. But Esther, Esther loves to do any dishes that are left. Like if there's a couple, she won't wait for it. No. They'll, she'll run off and get those done. Right. Yeah. And She's I'll run off with wine her glass. so we can have chats <laughs> and they look after the boys. So, we're, uh, you know, we're not, we're not completely lying. You All sound right. like the mainstayer, though. So far you've set up more and you're cleaning up more. And I think I know the answer to this one. But who cooks the best meal? Oh, probably Matt too. Lamb, of course. I think she's just, just my wife loves me. No, the, the lamb was pretty good. I did go on about it that night and we ate it in a laundry. 
Oh, because of the rain? Because that yeah. always needs uh, an explanation. Pouring rain. And after the <laughs> wine. Really. Well, it's just like, this lamb is so good, let's go eat it in the laundry. Well, it's the only place it wasn't raining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maddie's been cooking some good roast, so I'll have to probably put down Maddie, I reckon. And we normally do breakfast, bacon and eggs. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I've really gotten a good rap out of that. I didn't <laughs> yeah. realise everyone enjoyed the experience so much. So don't uh, ruin everyone's expectations now. So That's far, the... you're looking after the kids. You're doing yep. more cleaning, more setup, and the cooking. Thanks, bro. Yeah, i got nothing to do. Why do you have me along? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Play a song. I don't know. I want to come now. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box. Tomorrow we are going to give you the chance to play for $10,000 at 8am. Here are some answers. Lion and lasagna. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, I got dreams, right? It was good to have dreams. I was talking about my dreams last night with my hubby. We were laying in bed because the little one hasn't been sleeping, so we're both going to bed at the same time a little bit earlier. Oh, the dream is to be just the two of you, no children? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) That's reminiscent. (laughs) And we're talking about moving to the country. Mm-hmm. And I always always be against it. I'd always be like, no, I love the city. But now I'm like, it's got that appeal, doesn't it? And the dream would be now to live on a bit of land. You know, have a veggie patch. With a house on there. Well, here's the thing, Steph. Mm-hmm. Because... We would we would sell our house and we'd move uh, further out. And we we're looking at a place at Capella Bar and it was mm. just beautiful, but it was like a heck there. Mm. I was like, that land, you know, the kids could just run mm. and just be like, go out into the back. Just build your bonfire, do yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. three boys, it, everything just feels so small. Mm. And I said, and he goes, yeah, that's great, but you've got to understand if we bought that size land, there is no way we could afford to build on it. I was like, I know, mm. but I'd be willing to just get a caravan because that's I'd love a caravan and he said there's no way that you'd be able to live in a caravan what's your time limit I said I wouldn't care if we took a year or two years <laughs> to, <laughs> to build uh, uh, I know you joke I could do it <laughs> oh, who I'm not saying uh, it. neither am I I could I lived without a kitchen for 12 weeks oh I lived, we know oh! <laughs> don't worry yeah, about it then you took it real good <laughs> You weren't even, I wasn't even working with him. <laughs> I've had to help him through a lot of PTSD. Uh, I look, you, you, I love you. Yeah. Um, there's many things that you can do, but living in a caravan. I could live in a caravan. And Step, I, said, I live in a construction site. I live in a construction site. Yes. That and be crazy. we had, and we're talking about it. We had a, a fridge and the only way we could get access is through a ladder. Mm. Well, I think it was good for the diet. You had to climb up the ladder to be able to get to the fridge and be able to do it. <laughs> and we didn't have a bathroom for, for 12 weeks. We had a drop hole, which was fine. And we didn't have electricity. We had a floodlight. Was that, was that all of this in the house that you're currently in? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And no, I was here for the whole yep, thing. Yep. He was here for the whole thing. The barbecue, cooking on the barbecue. Have to get Uber Eats. Yeah. Never got Uber Eats, Stav. (laughs) We couldn't afford it. (laughs) But I was like, you wouldn't have, you'd have two caravans or you'd have a, um, what are they called? Those nice little. um, Tents? No. (laughs) Sheds? Yeah, they. Gazebos? Shipping shipping containers. Shipping containers. Demountable. 
Yes. Mm. So you put two of those. He goes, what about when your parents leave? I said, that's when you hire another caravan. You just have three caravans for it. The your, only, the only your shoe current walk-in wardrobe is the size of a shipping container. And that's my only <laughs> issue, is where would I put the wardrobe? That's the only thing I think, what would I do? But what are you going to do? I can see you. What do you do? Replace your current swimming pool with one of those blue shell pools from Bunnings that you'll fill up with the hose right, and I splash said, about in. Caravan, the first thing we built is a pool, mm-hmm. and then we just have to have storage for the wardrobe, but everything else. I mean, the boys would love it. This is a great chandelier demountable. <laughs> I'm not that high maintenance. <laughs> Anyways, same reaction I got. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'd like everyone to take the moment to go afterwards and watch this rave. Watch this rave back. On our, um, <laughs> this right back on our socials because you're saying all of this in a fur coat. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a two dollar fake fur coat, it mate. It doesn't matter. What does it matter? It doesn't matter the price. <laughs> I'm a gal of the land. Have a sip of your every. I could be trailer trash, and you know I could. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys uh, have been aware that I have been. I've taken up a new... Would you say a hobby? You've always loved it. I have always loved it. Yeah. Um, it's not new. It's not new. Well, it's... no, the, there is a new side to it. I've started taking singing lessons. That's why I'm on my knees begging you. This is Stav's debut single. Debut single, I should say. Yeah, you should. Three years ago? The only thing you About three years ago. And, uh... Every time we rock up at a venue and there's a band, um, they hold on to their mic super hard because they know there's going to be one point where you'll rip it out and go, you guys take a break, I've got this. And then you'll go, Every year at Gambaro's. And then he gets annoyed if I film it because he's like, no, nah, I was better than that. I was like, well, this is, okay, yep. But you guys know why I started taking singing lessons? Because you want to be a rock star that gets heaps of chicks. Because you want to do a gig. No. A professional gig. <clears throat> so I was um, at my mate Dan's house. And me and Dan do like to break out the guitars uh, and have a bit of a sing-along. Must and, be the chicks. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So we were doing that a while ago. And the next morning when we woke up, both uh, his wife and my wife were like, you guys were absolutely terrible last I night. I did not get the chicks. You were absolutely terrible. And we were like, okay. And they're like, no, like, just like real bad. And that would have like, hurt because you've always thought you are I think you're to, a good singer. To the point that... Like by two o'clock in the afternoon, I had to say to it, "You, you just got to stop." So <laughs> is Dan singing or just actually, you singing? We were both singing and we were harmonising. Do you reckon he's bringing you down? No, we thought we were like we were actually happy. We were going, so we got to go to pubs and stuff. Yeah, like, so they've saved you then, gotta... because that's like they're the parents. Well, you, the, your wife is essentially the parents <laughs> to the kid who wants to go on the Voice and said, "Unless you want to be the one they laugh at, no, don't do it." No, see, because then, so then I went, okay. I, I, I do pride myself on having an okay singing voice. I knew I wasn't great, but I knew I could hold a tune. Mm. Yeah, you know? but I thought, well, there's options out there to better myself. Mm. I know, I know, I don't sing properly. I don't sing from my diaphragm. My posture's wrong. I know, I know all that. So I thought, I'll get lessons and I'll be better. That's that's the general gist. My music teacher, he's like, you're really like, you, mm. you're pretty good. Like you could, you if you wanted to voice, you could voice if you wanted to. Are you going to go on the voice? No. <laughs> you are going to go on the voice. No, I'm not going to go on the voice because Ninja Warrior wasn't for you. <gasps> <gasps> that's true. It's exciting. But then on Friday night, my um, friend Scully came over and she's got a great voice. 
And I said, I've been taking singing lessons. She's like, cool. So I was like, let's do some, should we do some karaoke? She's like, yeah, let's do some karaoke. You can just YouTube karaoke hits and, and sing. And we were singing. Again, we're harmonizing. We hugged at one point. Boy, that was beautiful. Like, that was just on point. Diamonds in the stream. That is well. We were looking for songs with duets. <laughs> She's taking the high. I'm taking the low. We're going to do Fly to the Concords next week. Next morning, my wife's like, you know, I've heard you sing better than that. And I've had to come to the conclusion that she just doesn't like my singing voice. Because I, I'm good. I think the problem is, though, <laughs> um, when you were... No, no, no. I know mm. what the problem is, though. Mm. And I'll have to back her up with this. Mm. Because you are a good singer. Mm. But when you decide to sing, mm. it's not like it's midday and you've been warming up. You decide to take the microphone when we're out after you've had a few drinks. And when you drink with Dan, who's got gout and probably shouldn't, like, you you guys... <laughs> I don't know what that's <laughs> I meant, you guys go hard. And welcome to the stage, the gout guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you guys RSL drink, is I think you drink way too much with him, and then you decide to sing. <clears throat> you know, right? and when your friend was over the other night, mm, mm. maybe she hasn't had a sober performance. It's a long way <laughs> to the chemist to get my pills for my gal. <laughs> well, ironically, I am going to be singing tomorrow <laughs> because I've taken the liberty to write a parody song about our camping Ooh, trip. Looking forward to that. But why, why? Can we bring a guitar in now? I want I'll get to bring a guitar in. We've got one there. And we can't play with that. Abby and I are going to turn our backs to you on our chairs <laughs> like the voice. And yeah. You just you just hit us with something, <laughs> and we'll we'll see if we'll spin for you. It's all out of, it's all out of tune no, and out just of work. Doesn't it's, matter. Doesn't matter, man. This is your moment. This is your moment. See, you haven't got the confidence. Oh no, no you should back yourself. <laughs> no. Back yourself. No. Well, it's more the guitar. Just play. Okay. Just, just, just play. Here we go. No, see. All right, do a cappella. Not on an island. Diamonds in the stream, that is what we are, running from afar. No, no, see, I'm not doing that. <clears throat> no one turns. How much are you paying for singing classes? <laughs> this is the problem. Do they give refunds? You used to... I think you're a good singer. I do. Okay. Not then, but I do think you're a good singer. Well, you know, I, I, good boy can never blames his tools, but that guitar is awful. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm getting really excited because a friend of mine has asked me to help sell their place because they live in Melbourne. And I love doing that, getting all the quotes together for real estate. They're going to pay you. You get a percentage, right? Maybe I should. Mm. I'll send them a bill after. Doing all the work for them. I think it's a nice experience for when I um, work as a real estate agent. So that's why I thought it was good. An so honest I had to get one. Appraisal. I'm going to be an honest one. So I had to get appraisals. And I walked into this one place because I knew the guy. I'd met the guy there that worked there. Mm. And I walked in to ask for him. They said he's not available, but maybe I could. I said, actually, you'd probably be better because he's a bit hectic, you know. And I thought, <laughs> the competition, real estate, they would like that. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh. She goes, I know. And that's my husband. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 but, you know. <laughs> Thanks for <Renee>. Thanks. <laughs> You know when you say, you ask your partner to do something and they go, yeah, I'll do it in a minute, but you know they're not going to, and if you say to them, you should do it now or it's not going to happen, but you go, I'll just do it, and they go, no, just leave it, I'll do it, but then they still don't do it. What was it? Very simple. Last night, I was already in bed, so I get into bed first, Esther shortly followed and left the lights on out in the kitchen, and I said, babe, the lights are still on in the kitchen. She's like, yeah, I'm going to turn them off in a minute before I fall asleep. 
Like, I reckon you'll fall asleep and it'll still be on. She's like, no, they won't. I'm just going to lay here for a minute. Like, do you want me to get out and do it? It's like, no. I said I would do it. I will do it. I woke up a couple of hours later. The lights were still on in the kitchen. I don't have the balls to say it to her when I get home. So I'm just using the radio. Perfect. To vent it now. Esther, thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. I'll send her the podcast. <laughs> don't, because she'd be like, you said you do this, 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 this. I'll send her the podcast. <laughs> Stupid thing and very easy to fix, but it just keeps on getting to me. I went to the store to get my soda stream uh, bottles replaced. The canisters? Uh, the canisters, or the, the canisters. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but we've got them, you can get them from IGAs or service stations as well, but they're a different brand. Oh. Yeah, Soda King. And they don't swap them at Coles or Woolies. You can only get Soda Stream. There. Oh, you get so you got player. Soda Stream changed to Soda King, and mm. then you can't take it to. You take it back. So I have to go back to the place without. But the issue is, they're in the back of my car, and they keep clinking every time I turn the car. And I uh... always, I'm like, when I do it, I'm like, that is so annoying. I must remember to take them out of the car. Giant nangs just back and forth in yes. your boot. Huge. Yes. And every time I get out of my car, don't think about it because you don't hear it. Yeah. And then you get back in the car, back in out of the driveway, you go, oh, that bloody still in there, aren't they? It's like the bag of donation clothes that are in there for 12 months. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you go to put the shopping in. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So thanks, but nothing. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There we go, guys. That's the podcast. Well done. You made it to the end. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.